0: Good morning, Bridgetown, and to any of you listening, John Mark Comer here. Welcome to the Bridgetown Daily for Tuesday, April 14th. It is another drop dead beautiful spring day in Portland, Oregon. I don't know about you, but I cannot wait to get out later today for my daily run at six feet minimum distance, I promise, but to get out and breathe a little fresh air, go for a run through Forest Park and downtown, I can't wait. For our daily today, I just want to read to you a short excerpt from a book I love. I recently read The Vanishing of the American Adult by Ben Sasse, and in it he has a chapter on the idea of a family canon, and his basic idea is, you know, take as a family or as a couple, or just for your own life, take 50 or 60 books that are the most important books in your kind of spiritual formation, your political philosophy, your life value system, And compile a canon of books that you come back to and read and reread over a lifetime as a family to really give shape to the ethos of your kind of family line. So we recently started to compile our family canon. And one of the first books to go in was a favorite of mine, a favorite of my lovely wife T's. It's called Screwtape Letters. I'm reading it right now. It's by C.S. Lewis. I'm reading it right now with my 14-year-old son. Each chapter is just about three pages long. And so most nights before bed, we plop down on the couch and we read a chapter from Screwtape Letters. And he's loving it as well. And it's just brilliant. If you're familiar with the work, 1941, written right in the middle of World War II from England by C.S. Lewis. And prior to that, fun aside... C.S. Lewis was basically a professor, I think of medieval literature who was not known outside of the academic world, but it was the writing of Screwtape Letters and then a series of radio broadcasts for the BBC that later became his most famous book, Mere Christianity, that really put him on the mo- on the map and turned him into the kind of Christian public intellectual that we know him as. And I do think there's an interesting aside there that it was all due to the crisis of World War II and that every crisis from World War II to COVID-19 to you fill in the blank is a vulnerability, but it's also an opportunity. And I don't mean that like this is your chance to get rich and famous at all. Just who knows what God could unlock in your heart and life or the role you play in the world or in my own through this very legitimate and real crisis. That said, Screwtape Letters is a work of satire, so it's funny and it's smart, and in the language of my British friends, it's just a little bit cheeky. It's written from the perspective of a senior demon named Screwtape to a junior demon in training named Wormwood, and it's all about how to tempt a figure that's a brand new follower of Jesus. And one of my favorite chapters is chapter 15. It's so good. I put a very long quote from it in the epilogue to my last book on hurry because it's all about living in the now. Let me just read to you from chapter 15. The humans live in time, but our enemy destines them to eternity. Now, remember, this is written from the perspective of evil. So the enemy here is Jesus. He destines them, you and I, to eternity. He, therefore, I believe, wants them to attend chiefly to two things. Number one, to eternity itself, and to that point, number two, of time, which they call the present, and he has it in a capital P. For the present is the point at which time touches eternity. How good is that? Abraham Joshua Heschel, in his book on Sabbath, Just a few years later, said something very similar. The present is the point at which time touches eternity. Of the present moment and of it only, humans have an experience analogous to the experience which our enemy has of reality as a whole. In it alone, in the present moment alone, freedom and actuality are offered them. We would say acceptance. He would therefore have them be continually concerned either with eternity, which means being concerned with him, or with the present, either meditating on their eternal union with or separation from himself, or else, and I love this ending, obeying the present voice of conscience, bearing the present cross, receiving the present grace, giving thanks for the present in the demon's mind, or really in C.S. Lewis' mind, Jesus would have our mind, the inner attention of our heart, set either on the present moment, whatever is in it, good or bad, or eternity with Jesus. Now, I don't know about you, but my mind is often set on neither, the present moment or eternity. Most of the time, my mind is occupied either by the past And I ruminate and replay in my mind's eye or imagination or memory um, a mistake I made or wrong done against me or a humiliating kind of moment or something I'm sad about or upset or something that I grieve or a a loss in my life or the future and all of the unknown, as we said yesterday. And I import into the gigantic question mark that is the future all sorts of feelings like angst, and anxiety, and fear, and rumination in my mind's eye, and catastrophizing. Jesus would have our mind, and I think Lewis is on to something here, either set on eternity, which is a way of saying set on life forever with God. The whole point of eternity is not just that we don't die, but that we live with Jesus and under his rule, or put another way, in the kingdom. Or Jesus would have us set our mind and our attention and our heart on the present. Whatever we are doing or feeling or experiencing right here, right now. Not tomorrow, today. Not in an hour, right now. Not next minute, this moment. Here and now. Whether the here and now is something good, as it is a lot of the time, to give thanks for or celebrate or turn our attention to and just kind of rejoice in the wealth or the richness is a better word of our life before God, or whether the present moment is one of pain. And we're sick right now and our body is not well with a disease or we're out of work or we're in the middle of like our business going belly up or somebody we love is not well. Still, it is better to press into the emotion and the experience of that moment, not to run away from it or deny it or distract our soul from it, but to meet Jesus in it, to let the emotions pass through our body, to realize emotions are just that, emotions and we meet the invitations of Jesus in each one. That is the invitation to all of us on this beautiful spring day, whether everything is going pretty well for you in the shutdown, or whether things are the most trying they have ever been. Either way, what would it look like for you to set your moment either on eternity with Jesus or on the now or what C.S. Lewis in another place, called the eternal now. So let's just take a moment and do that. I invite you just to stop whatever you're doing if you're up for it and take a seat and place your feet on the ground. Take a few deep breaths. Just breathe in the goodness of the beautiful spring day. Breathe out any pain or anxiety or suffering that you're in the middle of or is even in your body. Ground yourself in your body, in the sensations of your body. It is the temple of the Holy Spirit. But really just in an attempt to ground yourself in the moment. And even that is still a means to an end. It's to ground your spirit in God himself. And now just take a moment to receive the good as gift. Just take stock, it can be really simple. It can be there's clothes on my back, or I'm still breathing, or I'm not hungry right now. Just take stock of the grace in your life and just take a moment right now in the quiet, give thanks. And then take a moment to accept the hard, as they say in the serenity prayer of AA, as the pathway to peace. Whatever's hard in your life right now, you're out of work, somebody you love is sick, you're sick, you're uncertain about the future, you're scared, you're lonely, all of the above, none of the above, just whatever is hard, draw that to mind and accept it for what it is, a pathway to peace, to acceptance that you're okay, even if things aren't okay, because you're living in the kingdom of God with Jesus. And now just breathe in one last time. (sighs) Breathe out and live your life today before God. May the peace of the Lord